welcome to a special bonus episode of the Glow Journal podcast, a conversation with the beautiful minds behind the world's biggest beauty brands. I'm your host, beauty writer Gemma Watts, and in this bonus episode, I'm joined by the founder and CEO of Floral Street, Michelle Feeney. Michelle is quite literally a beauty industry icon. Headhunted by Estee Lauder companies in 1993, Michelle is largely responsible for turning Creme de la Mer into a cult product before becoming Vice President Global Communications of MAC Cosmetics, helping to increase the company's net worth from $65 million to $1 billion in less than seven years and bringing mainstream awareness to the MAC AIDS Fund and then spending four years as the CEO of Saint-Tropez and transforming the tanning industry in that time. Michelle launched Floral Street in November 2017, the story of which she shared back on episode 53 of the Glow Journal podcast in the year 2020. I caught up with Michelle at Mecca headquarters on her most recent trip to Australia and recorded this bonus episode while we chatted personal fragrance, scentscaping, and the changing face of sustainability in beauty. I mean, welcome to Australia, firstly. I know, thank you. It's so nice to be, I mean, Zoom's great. It's been nice to do all of the conversations on Zoom, but Mm. it's just so different being able to like, you know, we in a, real life. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, I mean, nothing like it really. I think no. that's what we've all woken up to. And I think the world has even woken up. You know, everybody was shopping online. Now they're not. They're yeah. back. You know, they thought it was death of the high street and death of the store. Yeah. And everybody's out there now shopping again. So it just shows we want to be human. Mm. And for me to come to Australia after everything we've been through is just so yeah. exciting when, you know? we, when did we you hear last four years ago when we launched the brand so you know two of those years have we've all been locked away yeah you know so it's great that's how i mean f- with fragrance that must be the strangest thing because it is so i mean tactile is not the right word but it's you know you kind of want to be in it you want to experience it so then to go completely remote well for us well for us i mean we were one year old as a brand and then suddenly we are you know reduced to a screen yeah um but i must say because fragrance has in because people have been in their homes or in Mm. their spaces they've actually rediscovered how important smell fragrance scent is to them and so we were one of the lucky I guess lucky categories that could actually still keep going, mm. even it, and even thrive during during a, yeah. a world lockdown. So I still wore perfume pretty much every day when we were locked mm. up because it's just it's transformative on mood. I love the way you call it locked up. Oh <laughs> yeah, I've been. You know, it feels it, it feels like that. It felt yeah. like that. I mean, particularly saying. in Melbourne, I've been calling it the Great Quiet just to give it a. A new sort of lease, but oh, no. Every morning, I, I was just meeting a lot of um, customers in uh, in Brisbane, mm. and um, every morning we've got a fragrance called Electric Rhubarb, yes. and I would just spritz it on, and it would give me that lift to get mm. going with the day. You know, before I sat in front of a screen for about yeah. you know eight hours. But um, 
Well, one of the questions that I actually wanted mm. to ask you, let's get into it. I wanted to ask you about the impact that fragrance can have on our overall mood. I do want to talk about mm. scentscaping, but perhaps a broad one to begin yeah, with. Sure. Let's talk about the link between scent and mood. Well, our, our sense of smell is is the, the keenest of all of our senses, mm. if you like. And I, I think what we perhaps had done pre pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, is maybe taken that a little bit for granted, I think. Yeah. Um, and then what happened when we we sh- were shut in, we suddenly started to liven our, all of our senses, I think. Mm. I don't know about Australia, but definitely in Britain, we started hearing the birds more. Yeah. You know, every sense was sort of turned up to stun, mm-hmm. which was wonderful. And I think that included um, smell. Yeah. And... It is the keenest. It can change your mood, enhance your mood, um, transport you, mm-hmm. transport you, uh, remind you of a person from your past. I know that. I mean, it's it, so linked to memory. It's so the old linked. Factory system. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know that phrase. You know, wake up and smell the coffee. You yeah. Know, it's it's like I encourage everybody to do that in mm. the morning. It's like just just literally turn your senses on. And I think because COVID has affected people's sense of smell mm. as well, everybody's, you know, much more interested in it. But it does affect your mood. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to give you a science lesson on that. But mm-hmm. I I just think we all know if we, we walk into a room that f- that smells good, you feel good. Yeah. And, and what better also than somebody saying to you, you smell good. Mm. You know, I was in um, I was in Cairns Airport. Yeah. And I just been to the bathroom and sprayed myself with some flap hop and I went to buy something and this young guy who wouldn't expect to say anything went oh my goodness you smell so good and I'm like thank you you know it's like, the wonderful. nicest compliment yeah and you just feel good. it's about you know the whole reason I um developed Floral Street was to bring joy and mm. and to bring joy back into fragrance as well yes and to spread that. I mean, I know it sounds a bit corny, but yeah. otherwise, why are we bothering? You know, really, yeah. it's um, it's about that, the beauty of smell, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about scentscaping. I get that it's mm. a new... I mean, we've called it an interiors trend, but I think there's, there's so much more to it than that. But mm. in your words, what is scentscaping? It's using smell to create... A feeling. So it's sort of painting with your nose, if you like, or Mm -hmm. affecting that. So for me, scentscaping, it was um, a word that I've just sort of become familiar with and um, applied it. So I say, really, it's about scentscaping your life. So much as you might look at a a room, we're we're currently, for those listening, we're actually in a bright yellow room. Um, But, you know, I wish we had a video component to the podcast because this is the best (laughs) space to be doing it. It's literally, we're in a yellow box, Mm. guys. So if you, if I was applying a smell to this, Mm. you know, I'd probably use our vanilla candle, which comes in yellow. And then, and then the colour has a smell. Mm -hmm. And, and it's really about sensecaping your life, not just your personal space, as in what you smell like, but looking at each room in your house or your office and bringing it to life with a scent Mm -hmm. so that it 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 brings that that whole feeling of the room together so as if you put together color 
a, a piece of furniture, a beautiful smell, and even adding into that, you know, a nice piece of music. <laughs> I love that. What advice can you give us on really how to scentscape our homes? I've just, I mean, I was going to say finish decorating, but do you ever really finish decorating a house? That's, I hope my fiancé listens not. to this because Hopefully the sooner not. he understands that it's never over, the better. But what advice can you give us to practically scentscape the home? How do we match a fragrance to a room? How do we go about it? Okay, well, for instance, I, I um, in the kitchen, I'll, I'll use grapefruit bloom. So mm-hmm. I, it's one of our new sustainable home products that will work you know we've got at mecca um and if you like that candle and it's crisp and clean and bright and even if you start that with the morning with a cup of coffee you're immediately uplifted mm-hmm. um and then in the evening time i've got um a house in london and i, I call it the snug but it's darker and richer in colors so Amazing. no matter what the what the season is, you know, I've got deeper, darker scents in there mm-hmm. that I'll light for the evening just to change your mood. So you can use fragrance to change your mood in the house as mm. well. You know, historically, lots of people have, you know, I love that one candle and that's all they buy. Yeah. But it's now about looking at your spaces and saying, how do I want to feel in mm-hmm. the space? So what ingredients are particularly in um, a candle or a diffuser that might enhance that mood of how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are working from home, your office, what? how do you want to feel in that space during that day? Mm. Um, so you can sort of calm yourself, invigorate yourself, and also create a mood that other people enjoy when they come into your home. So, you know, I love having candles in the hallway and people come mm. in. It's like a welcome bunch of flowers, yes. you know. So, and and again, if somebody says, I love coming to your home because it smells so good. Mm. Yeah, that's really nice. I, I mean, listening to you talk about it, it does make sense because when I think about mm. how I approach personal fragrance, mm-hmm. I will choose a different scent for the daytime than mm. I would for, you know, a date night or something mm. like that. And I'll change my fragrance based on the season. It makes sense. Why am I not applying the same mm. thing to my home? I'm and now I'm physically thinking about my own space. I have candles in the living room and the dining room and that's it because mm-hmm. I'm just thinking okay well these are the areas that we you know entertain in. Why haven't I got one going in the office? Why haven't I got one going in you know the bathroom for where I'm doing my makeup? Yeah, well I've got um you know I think the loo, mm-hmm. you know if I've got if I've got friends coming for dinner, I always um, light a candle there. But mm-hmm. also we've we've just launched these um, liquidless sticks mm. and you can put them anywhere. Amazing. And you can just use one. So you can pop that in, in your in your loo mm. and it will immediately freshen it up. And it's it's really nice when you've got guests. I love the that. kitchen, I adore having a candle going while I'm Sip, sipping some wine yes. and cooking yep. and, and it's not to take away from the beautiful sense of what you're cooking but just to sort of add that that mm. mood for yourself and and you just talked about getting ready as well <clears throat> and if I'm going out for the evening I've got a little dressing room and I'll, I'll light the candle have a glass of wine Love put that. my music on and it's all about enhancing how you feel and I, mm. I think that's really important in life especially now 
We're coming out of things in the world. It's not easy. Mm. Um, so any little help you can get to make yourself feel better, you know. Are there any particular scent families, I suppose, that you personally associate with different spaces in the home? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think enlivening spaces are good for citrus. Mm-hmm. You know, citrusy um, candles, high notes. Um, vanilla is, we've got a really good vanilla that's not too sweet. So mm. that vanilla is something that is almost like your basic that nobody's going to be offended mm-hmm. with. Because, yeah. you know, you can get that you can get the odd person. It's very personal. Yes. So you can get the odd person that goes, oh, my God, I really dislike that. Um, and then the woodier tones, I think, are really warming and great and comforting for, you know, a cozier situation. So mm-hmm. I think about this all the time because obviously I mm. live and breathe it and we, yes. we, 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 we've developed it. But I've really noticed more and more people becoming interested mm. in and even in the bedroom you know yeah. i've um i've i've i'll use some candles before i go to sleep sometimes as well mm. just to just to make me feel comforted actually yeah on specific products mm. which bits and pieces from the floral street range do you currently have on the go in your home which you haven't been Existing in, in for some time. For, for a month while I travel around um, you your beautiful country. What are you looking forward to smelling when you walk back through the door? Oh, I've, I've, um, I've got this this new candle called um, Lady Emma, and mm-hmm. it's based on a, a rose, Lady Emma Hamilton. Yeah. Um, and it's, I have it in the hallway, so I have diffusers. Mm-hmm. And candles, but obviously those won't be lit because I won't be there. Sure. But um, as you go through the door, it's sort of this really welcoming. Mm. It's almost like having a massive bouquet of flowers. Amazing. Um, and that's the other thing. You know, you don't have to spend money on lots of fresh flowers. I think if you use home mm. scents, um, because you can create that. If you closed your eyes, you can create that sort of feeling. Um, and dried flowers are a huge, um, a huge trend, aren't they, at the moment? Mm. So you know, if yeah. I, if you've got a diffuser or scented stick in there, mm. it gives the actual dried flowers some fragrance. So I'm going to do that. I think it's playing. You know, I, I hope we can help people play yeah. with fragrance and what you look at and and match those things. I know what I'm doing this afternoon now. I'm going to Sensecape the house and book that holiday that we're doing <laughs> <laughs> we record. Now, it's been a couple of years since I had you on the podcast. Yes. What, I mean, what have you been up to? What has Floral Street launched in the last, let's say, 18 months to two years? Well, I'm really excited because um, the wonderful Joe Horgan, who, who started Mecca. She's a genius. Amazing. Powerhouse female. Um Brought us into Australia one week after I'd launched the the, the store in London. So yes. early adopter. Yeah. But we're now in 22 countries after only four and a bit years. Wow. Got a small all-female team in London. Amazing. And um, it's been a joy to introduce the products around the world mm-hmm. and see some success, even in lockdown. Yeah. And then really now I've taken the whole idea of fragrance for you and who will you be today and Mm -hmm. experimenting with fragrance 
into the home arena. And I'm finding that really exciting because mm. um, we can come up with new products more quickly. We launched Sunflower Pop with the Van Gogh Museum. Yes. And we're just Phenomenal. about to launch the Van Gogh Home Collection exclusively with Mecca in September. Oh, so. there you go. I was going to ask what's next, but that's amazing. Unreal. Yeah. And they're so beautiful. So they're based on the sunflower painting and also on um, the almond blossom painting. Oh, and wow. what I've loved doing is learning as well because I wanted the home products to be as sustainable as the fragrances are. Mm. So we've got soya, uh, well, no, it, it's, it's vegan wax, mm -hmm. vegan oils, um, cotton wicks. Yeah. We've taken, I didn't even know that, you know, lead can be in some candles and things like this. So we've Nor really delved <laughs> deeply into oh what, God. you know, if you burn a candle, if you think what, 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 what's it, um, what's happening. Mm. Um, so it's been a real learning trying to be to take the brand even to be more sustainable mm. more conscious um as as we grow so which is which is always a challenge but um but i think that's what i've enjoyed learning so even in lockdown we were very busy as a team mm -hmm. um keeping things going and um and now i'm actually able to visit you know countries again which is great yeah. and get some inspiration i've had so much inspiration here in australia what have you, I mean, what have you picked up on? What are you able to share that's not going to break IP? No, it won't break. It's just, um, it's just the na the beautiful nature, obviously, mm. of your of your country and um, the luscious plant life and the space and the colours mm. of the sky as you travel. And, and you each know. of the locations that you visited mm. has such a different... I mean, vibe to it, the most overused word there is. But, I mean, yeah, they all have something different to offer. Yeah, and, I mean, learning about also about the coral here and um, mm. these starfish that are uh, <clears throat> that attack the coral. Mm. And it's from, like, a lot of the runoff from agriculture that's helping them to breed more quickly. It's made me feel even more that I want to make my brand have less as le little impact on on the planet as possible mm -hmm. and it's made me want to campaign even f further about beauty about the waste we have in the beauty industry yeah. about the packaging yeah um you know the landfill just more conscious about the planet and mm -hmm. I think being able to travel to such a vast country yeah. and travel around in it. And then also to see the such, you know, Brisbane. Wow, it's, you know, it's developed in four years. It's like so exciting. I've not been in years and yeah. having spoken to you about it, I'm like, I think I'm going to Brisbane. Yeah, it had such an energy. And I, I think, you know, I pick up on those things. I'm inspired by those things mm. subconsciously. I really want to do now... Um, a sort of a more maybe plant-based kind of idea around scents. I was also Ooh. in the, the cloud forest up in beyond Port Douglas wow. and um, 
you know, taking loads of photographs and seeing how sculptural all the trees were. Mm. So it, uh, your nature has inspired me tremendously. I'll pass that on to <laughs> We, I'm sure that we covered this in our last chat, but for mm. anyone who might have missed it, could you just share a little bit on the brand's approach to sustainability and I guess your thoughts on it? Yeah, sure. It's really about all the ingredients that go into the fragrances so mm-hmm. we work with Robite and yeah um, for those of you who don't know there's there's a few fragrance houses in the world that basically produce everything that, mm-hmm. that we smell and um, they have access to uh, most of the naturals in in the world not that naturals are always the best thing mm-hmm. okay yeah. so it's really important to know that I'm sure you've talked about this on other podcasts but you know, you don't want, we're a vegan brand, so um, you don't want a musk that comes from a deer. Yeah. So you you recreate that in a lab. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, they, I know where most of the ingredients come from, sometimes even who have farmed those wow. ingredients, you know, and I love being able to tell people, you know, where those ingredients have come from and how they go into the product. So that's number mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And we also know that the communities that those um, ingredients come from are being looked after and not we're not just taking from those communities or from the ground. For instance, we use Australian sandalwood. Yes. And that is sustainably sourced. Sandalwood around the world is generally over-harvested. Mm-hmm. So... On an ingredient side, that's our approach. On our packaging side, we do our pulp package for our Mm. um, fragrance, which I was told I was crazy to do four years ago. And now other people are doing it, thank goodness. This is usually how it goes with these things, isn't it? You innovate and people go, no, 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 no. There's a reason that that hasn't been done before. And you're like, no, no, I'm just going to... Timing. Yeah, trust me. But even that now we've taken to a new level. So... There's a charity called Hubbub in, mm-hmm. in Britain and they collect coffee cups from Starbucks and other people. Then our producer of pulp has created some technology where they extrude the plastic from those. That gets to be used as energy and then the paper gets used as our pulp. So wow. basically each box that our fragrance comes in, it has one recycled cup in it. So I just love wow. all these progressions. As more as more people get into sustainability in industry, mm. then there's more opportunity to do things in a better way. Um, so we've taken that all the way through the packaging, the ingredients, um, and I'm working on new things in new directions to come um mm. on bath and body that that are more liquidless so Ooh. that's a, that's a sort of a a new trend now yeah um that's coming through in beauty so it's quite exciting time so i've applied that to the brand mm. and we don't keep bringing out products for the sake of products yes very important um and our new scented reeds are completely plastic free so what i did was I researched um, some packaging from the food industry that could seal the fragrance yeah. in, but it isn't plastic because you'll see a lot of fragrance companies just shove it in plastic or sell it. Yeah. So so yeah. So we our approach is it's it's at the heart of the brand. Mm. Everything we do, our starting point is. Can we do it sustainably? And if we can't do it sustainably, we probably won't do it. 
That was Michelle Feeney, founder and CEO of Floral Street, which you can find on Instagram at floralstreet underscore. To read more, you can visit glowjournal.com and for more beauty news, you can find me on Instagram at jemkwatts or at glow.journal. If you liked this episode, please do not forget to subscribe, rate, review and share so other beauty and business lovers can find us. This episode marks the official conclusion of season four. However, I will be back for season five in 2023. I'm Gemma Watts. You've been listening to the Glow Journal podcast and thank you for joining me.